Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Are you struggling with a little bit of podcast overwhelm? Do you feel bad about the amount of things that you have to do for your podcast? And frankly... Are you a little bit worried that if you don't get on top of things, you might just stop? Well, today's episode is just for you. I'm going to talk about testing your podcasting tolerances. It's something that I believe in. It's something that's interesting. And I think it's something that, honestly, not many podcasters do. So I'm going to talk to you about it today. This, of course, is the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, CEO and co-founder here with Captivate, the podcast hosting analytics and distribution platform that puts a focus on your growth and monetization. In fact, I would say that if you were to look at Captivate against all of the other hosts, you're going to find some clear space between Captivate and the rest of them because no one is doing what Captivate is doing to help your podcast to grow. So go and check it out. If you're a podcaster looking to take things a little bit more seriously, maybe you're looking to start to generate some revenue and build that audience up as, as 2021 and 2022 progresses, Captivate, I think, would be a great home. Go and check it out for free at Captivate.fm. Now, I'm going to talk about podcasting in a second because it's not easy. You know, it's, it really isn't easy. And I'm going to talk to you about what, what I believe to be a bit of a concept that you can use and actually give you an exercise at the end that you can use to kind of just keep yourself in check when it comes to feeling a little bit overwhelmed. All right. But before I do that, if you're on my email list, if you subscribed over at markasquith.com slash newsletter, you are going to get this in a written form as well. And that is powered by the team at Airweber, my email marketing platform of choice. I've been working with them now for such a long time. And I do so because they just help me to engage with you, the ever present podcast listener. And so many people join the list at markasquist.com slash newsletter. And I get so many replies just saying, look, dude, this was such a helpful episode. So if you want, you know, if you want some extras, if you want the written version of this, if you want the links that go in there, go ahead and just, you know, subscribe at markasquist.com slash newsletter. And if you want to do the same thing for your podcast, which I think you should be doing, Go ahead and use Aweber for free. You don't even need a credit card at markasquith.com slash Aweber. Now, look, podcasting isn't easy, all right? There's so much that goes into a quality podcast episode, and that's before we even talk about the launch process, the marketing, and all of that pesky business stuff that goes into finding and managing sponsors, listener support, and all that, you know, all the legal stuff, the obligations that you're going to have as you start to generate revenue. And 
This is kind of partly why we create so much content. It's why here at Captivate, we've got our YouTube channel. It's why we create so much free educational content. It's why I put a lot on my Twitter, mark.live slash Twitter. So I just, it's, it's just all educational content because anything that will help you to navigate the challenges of being a day-to-day podcaster in my book is worth doing. But podcasting is just podcasting, right? It's, you know, you set up, you record, and that's it. Okay, well... I don't know if you ever heard the, 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 the term pod fade, all right? It's a term that people use to describe a podcast that has started producing and then faded out. And first and foremost, I want to be clear that that's, <laughs> that's all right. This is podcasting. This is not life or death. So please ignore anyone being grumpy or telling you that it's wrong to pod fade. There are some weirdly angry people out there with access to keyboards, all right? It doesn't matter, all right? It's, it's just podcasting, okay? Now, I don't say that to be flippant. I say it so that you know that it's all right for podcasting to not be your whole life. The people that have been a bit grumpy about it online, it usually is their whole life. This is what they do, you know? So maybe for you, it's a hobby. Heck, you know, I've got hobby podcasts that get about a third, if that, of the attention and the effort that this one does, but that I just love doing, you know? Maybe it's something that you do for other reasons than making money or as a business, you know? In short, podcasting is just a thing that people do for different reasons. And it's all right to put as much or as little into it as you want, as long as the expectations of what you get back from that are aligned to how much you put in. Because, you know, you aren't going to earn a passive income stream or a passive living and retire to a beach through podcasting if you spend an hour conducting templated interviews and automating every piece of marketing that you do because some guru online told you that you can podcast in one hour per week. Like, you're not going to retire off that. But you can make a really good living in the podcast industry by treating it as a job. That's equally fine. Or... You can just have a great time in podcasting by understanding that you don't want it to be a job. You know, it's like me playing my bass guitar or going out my camera and snapping some pictures or playing golf. I love them all, but I understand that, you know, as an example, I I don't want to make a living doing them. And so, like I said, as an example, if I have a week off playing golf, that's all right. Like no one's going to be angry with me and tweet about it and, you know, say that I'm golf fading or tell me that because I've only played one round of golf this year that I should be kicked off all golfing platforms and stop contributing to the number of dead golfers that make up the vast majority of the industry. <laughs> it sounds stupid when you say it out loud, doesn't it? It sounds bloody stupid. Now, one of the challenges, though, with podcasting, and in fact, you know, with any other hobby or, or even a career path, is that the thing you do doesn't always articulate the depth or detail of the things that must be done in order to do it. For example, podcasting is fun and it's easier than it ever has been. You know, software like Captivate exists, you know, microphones are cheap, the USB microphones, it's, it's pretty easy. But the thing that people associate with podcasting the most, by far, is the sitting down and doing this, what I'm doing now, the recording, and then seeing that recording on a podcast app later for people to, to listen to. In reality, though, there are so many more nuanced activities that that go into a podcast production. And although you might love podcasting, you don't have to like every act that you've got to undertake in order to be a podcaster. And I think if you if you don't understand that concept, then you are more at risk, in my opinion, of pod fading, especially if the things that you don't like to do throughout your production and, and, and your growth process, if those things that you don't like to do outweigh the things that you love to do, because not all tasks in podcasting are created equally. 
So I sort of, I've been thinking about this for a while, right? And I think there's a way for you to test your podcasting tolerances to keep publishing and maybe even start growing. Because there's no point doing things that you don't like unless you simply must do them. To me, that applies in business. It applies in life, you know. But in podcasting, we've got a little bit more control over these than we would if we were trying to avoid, like, doing laundry, which, of course, I never do. I love doing laundry. Seriously. Yeah, no, I do. Ask Sam. She'll tell you. So what am I talking about with these tolerances? Well, let's think about some of the things that might go into producing an episode of your podcast. This is just a list. I'm sure you do more of them, and there are other things that I've missed, but you got to plan your episode. you got to record the episode, edit the episode, write the episode show notes. you got to create the episode level R. you got to publish to Captivate or your podcast host. Other podcast hosts do exist, believe it or not. Not, 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 not that you should care. You create your promotional artwork for it. You publish it to your website. You write some tweets about your episode. You schedule them. Uh, you do the same thing for Instagram. Uh, and you do the same thing for Facebook. And wait a sec, uh, you got to do the same thing for LinkedIn as well. Uh, maybe you email your guest to say that their episode is live. If you do interviews, in fact, you probably do extra research as well. And maybe you write and send an email, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Maybe you write and send an email to your email list about the new episode, just like I do. And there's so much that goes into each episode. And while you can automate some of it, it's rarely as good as doing it manually yourself. That's just a fact in my view of automation. So is it any wonder... Is it any wonder that podcasters like you and me pod fade? Or that there's no time for other types of new listener acquisition marketing when you're swimming upstream just to get an episode out? This easy hobby or automatable, if that's a word, automatable new business content channel that is suddenly much harder than the $97 course from that guru told you it would be. It's just harder. So what do you do? Do you stop producing? Well, maybe. Do you outsource? Maybe. If you've got the resources to do it. Do you just not do some of those things that we listed? Maybe. I guess. I mean, after all, it's better to focus than to spread yourself too thin. So, I suppose at this point, it would be about the time to dig into some business strategy around finding out what's important to your podcast, doubling down on that and foregoing everything else. Or maybe we should talk about, it feels about the time, how it's vital to grind and hustle because nothing comes easy. Blah, 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 blah. I am not here to sell you a business course, right? I am here to help you to enjoy podcasting because when you enjoy something, you want to get better. In fact, you enjoy the getting better and you start to see traction through simply enjoying podcasting because you get better at it. And I've seen it countless times, all right? Podcasters worrying about doing everything perfectly because according to the online magicians and the gurus, if your 42-page paragraph in-depth show notes don't show up properly in every single podcast app, or if you aren't giving your listeners an entire transcript, then you're not a serious podcaster. Get off your high horse, all right? Whoever says that, I get it, but get off the high horse, all right? Because I've also seen it countless times where podcasters like you and me fell in love again with podcasting the second that they let go of all that seriousness and saw it, saw podcasting for what it is to them once more. A hobby that they're serious about, but that they don't want to feel overwhelmed by. They don't want to feel sad and just annoyed at having to do it. All right. We want to fall in love with this again, because here's the truth. 
You can only do what you can do. And I would rather that you kept creating than stopped creating because the obligations that you have as a creator seem to increase every bloody week. Should we do everything as podcasters? Yeah, of course. It'd be lovely. And if your job is to podcast, like if that's your 40-hour job, then you should really spend as much time as you can creating the best ecosystem, the best all-round experience that is accessible and interesting and engaging. And of course, creating the best content for your show. But as a hobbyist or someone who's taking podcasting a little more seriously than, you know, than a playground, but not too serious that they'd cancel going to their kid's soccer match, which you should never do, you know, then as a hobbyist that's like that, you should just do what you got to do to keep going. Okay, just keep going. So what should you do? All right, here's here's what I would suggest, okay? So if you're struggling to stay on top of things when it comes to your podcasting, you should consider what your tolerances are. Now, these might be time tolerances. You know, I've only got X amount of time that I can spend on my show. Or they might be task tolerances, things I don't like doing. You don't have to like every part of the podcasting process. And even those bits that you do like, I think it's really important to understand that you don't like them in equal measure. I don't either. For example, I really don't like editing. Not that much. All right. In fact, you know, I like doing it to a degree, but I've only got a tolerance for doing it for like 15 minutes. And I don't care too much about learning every possible facet of audio production either. I'm just, you know, it's not my jam. I like producing content. I enjoy that part. So my solution, well, I write my episodes out in email form. I do that first. Because that means I can structure them and I can read them back and I can make sure that, they, that it's good content. And I know that they're going to be about 15 to 25 minutes long. I can see now I'm at 12 minutes 39 and I know that I'm going to go on for another few minutes. And I can sort of gauge that every time. And then I record them as audio as I'm doing now, using that as a bit of a script. And so the reason for that is because then the editing is absolutely minimal. I also, as a more extreme example, I just, I don't like posting my episodes to Instagram anymore. I think it's a bad pa- platform for podcasting and I don't spend time. I don't like spending time creating audiograms or images for each episode for very little in return. I just don't like doing it. My solution? I just don't use Instagram for my podcast anymore. <laughs> and instead I focus on what I do enjoy using, which is Twitter. Now, some podcast coach somewhere listening to this, you calm yourself down, all right? Because some podcast coach somewhere would tell me, both those things weren't amazing, that I should be everywhere, and that I'm not deleting every single audible breath from my episode's audio, that I'm a bad podcaster. Oh, that's all right. They just have to give me a refund for being a crap coach. Because we don't have to focus on being perfect at everything, all right? Especially if we're getting overwhelmed. So a really good exercise that's going to help with this, all right, is to sit down for 10 minutes, grab a pen, grab some paper, old school, and draw a table with three columns. In the first column header, write things I like doing. The second column header, write things I hate doing. In the third column header, write things I like doing, but that take too long. Grab a cuppa and think through every facet, like we did earlier with that list. Every facet of your production process, your podcast marketing workflow, everything that you do. And every time you come up with a new thing that you do, assign that task, that thing, to one of the three columns. Things I like doing, things I hate doing, things I like doing, but that take too long. It's a simple exercise, 
but it's really going to force you to be honest about what your podcasting tolerances are. And because those headers are really specifically set up, it's going to help you to gain a really clear picture of what you should carry on with, what you should do if you get a bit of extra time, and what you should sack straight off. Now, of course, look, this isn't like business. You know, if I was doing some business mentoring or whatever, I would have a very different approach to this. Because in business, very often, you've got to focus on the things that are important versus those that you just like doing and find interesting. With things that are more integral, the integral tasks in your business, they form sort of a baseline for your admin time. And that's a triple I principle that I developed about 10 years ago. Important tasks, interesting tasks, and integral tasks. This is not that. Because this is not business. This is you enjoying podcasting. It's your podcasting life. And it's all right to do what you like to do and not do the things that you dread. All right? No one gets into podcasting to hate it. So sure, look, if record my voice is in the hate column, yeah, <laughs> you got a problem. But usually it's not that because that's the bit that you got into podcasting for. Ordinarily, it's going to be things like editing or writing episode show notes or scheduling social media going to be those kind of things that are in that hate column. And because there's no things I don't mind doing column, because if there was, you'd just be indecisive and everything would just go in there. You can't hide from the demarcation between these tasks. So once you've done that list and once you've defined it, just stick to the things that you like. And as long as you can, as long as there's no damage, ignore the things that you hate. Now, look, this might slow down your audience growth. It might go against everything that every mentor has ever taught you in the past. And in particular, when it comes to that slowing down of your audience growth, it will especially impact that growth if marketing is in the hate channel. But look, I would rather you had something to market because you focused on the parts that you like and enjoy podcasting again and kept creating versus just not having a podcast, all right? Because if you do that, if you do focus on the bits that you like, you'll get better at it. And it's going to take less time to produce brilliant content. And so with any spare time that this creates, you're going to be able to do some of those things that might take too long, but that you like, or maybe even you can study some of the things that you hate. And if that thing that you hate is marketing, as an example, then confidence comes through competence. An hour spent learning SEO basics will make you feel more confident. And so you'll hate it less. And that will only perpetuate the more of it that you do. You will only get better of it and thus you will hate it less. And the fun thing about this approach is that it keeps you podcasting. It keeps you producing and it keeps you enjoying podcasting. But it also gives you a really simple outsourcing checklist too, if you want. If you ever get to the point that you want to hire a VA or someone to help with your show, well, the hate list is the place to start. Now, To wrap up, look, podcasting is easy, but being a podcaster is hard. I would rather you carry on doing the minimum and focusing purely on your content being amazing than trying to do everything and feeling overwhelmed, especially if you don't have the tolerance for some of the tasks that you have to do as a fully rounded podcaster. So just do your thing. Connect with your audience through your content. Make that your sole focus and don't sweat the other things. Just keep producing, all right? Just keep going. You will get better. Don't sweat any of the things that you just have no tolerance for. And if anyone tells you that you're wrong for doing that, just send them my way. Keep on captivating. See you soon.